download all the necessary knowledge, temperament, skills, connections, habits, and mindset of whoever is theoretically already living your perfect life, be it a CEO or a famous artist or even your friend down the street who just really has his or her shit together. average CEO reads 60 books per year, and many attribute their success to this habit of constant learning. This is the difference between those who actualize and those who fail. This automization of their learning, this 1% better every day. On the MentorBox podcast, we're making it easy for you to build and maintain that same habit, the same type of constant lifelong learning as those CEOs, simply by listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and every Friday. And if you want to dig deeper into what our incredible guests teach, make sure to go to mentorbox.com and become a member today. Hello and welcome to this edition of MentorBox. I'm your host, Jonathan Kendall, and today we'll be discussing one of the most brutal frustrating, and yet important questions of success theory. Why not yet? Meaning I've been trying so hard for so long, and yet I haven't reached the mountaintop yet. I've been progressing day in and day out for years by now, and yet I'm not where I want to be. I put in all this time and all this effort. I'm basically nonstop sweating. I'm stressed without any of the rewards yet just promise and hope for some someday way off when future, which I'm starting to believe is probably never going to come to fruition. I know what the books say, namely that I should just continue no matter what, that I can't fail if I don't quit and all that. But at some point, I mean, at some point there has to be a line where you, I don't know, pivot, right? I can't keep hitting my head against this brick wall forever. Can I? Full disclosure, I often get my ideas for podcasts from questions that my clients post to me or from our MentorBox Mastermind community. Though sometimes I just call out to whoever is around me. What do you want to learn this week? What's a question you've been struggling with? And then whatever that question is, I find the answer. And in this particular case, this question came from my fiance. See, so like many artists, she's unhappy with how far she's advanced in her career up to this point. For her photography, she's a total pro. She's been flown all around the country, even to different countries on occasion, though that's not really where her passion lies. She's paid well for that particular medium, but she'd rather be DJing at BPM, to be perfectly frank. BPM, Beats Per Minute, by the way, is an electronic music festival in Portugal, meaning Translation, she wants to be a professional electronic house music producer, which is why she has a studio. And more importantly, is why she locks herself in that studio for 10 hours a day. She's relentless. She's beautifully persistent. And I would also argue brilliant in her speed of learning. She's going pretty fast. Though if you've ever tried to create a song with 85 different parts, each of which has an infinity number of potential sounds, each of which can be organized into a literal infinity number of patterns, 
then you know how symphony-like creating even one song is. It's magnificent, but it's also maddening. And to top it all off, there are about a thousand new songs made every single day. Multiply that by an extreme Pareto principle in the music industry, the 80-20 rule, fractaled down into about the top 20 DJ producers in the world, only they are able to make a real living at it. And so, well, your odds are stacked up against a mountain of potential doubt and insecurity and unlikelihood and worry and competition. It's a killer. And so when I asked her, if you could answer any question right now, what would it be? She responded, why am I not there yet? Which is sad and profound, but also deeply, deeply human. And I'm sure you can relate. And so here we are. I'm sure you have your own version of this question, your own translation of the stars, your own X marks the spot, your own irritating goal to keep you up at night. Though no matter, whatever it is, I implore you that there is a way out. And the end answer will eventually, of course, sound cliche because cliches are often right, but the in-between nuance, I hope, will guide you home. So here it goes. When answering the question, why am I not there yet? It's first important to have a serious discussion with yourself about expectations. Now, you know that I'm of the belief that all existence is our interpretation of it, and therefore everything you can conceive, you can achieve, to quote Napoleon Hill. So keep that a caveat close to your heart. Do not go quietly into that good night of acceptance. Your self-obsessed nurture can, if you so choose, overcome any potential nature. But there's also a level of realism and acceptance of your starting point in comparison to your flagpole that truly actually does matter. If you're four foot 11, then basketball might not be your game. Or if you're six foot seven, maybe gymnastics might be a tad difficult. Or if you've never picked up a violin in your entire life, then setting your sights on Carnegie Hall solo might not be the best goal. I could go on and on, but you can see where I'm going. You must imagine drawing a literal line from where you are to where you want to be, but be realistic about how far that line stretches out into the horizon. Though, forgive me, I'm still being metaphorical. How about this? What I want you to do is imagine whatever that goal is. Let's say just randomly, of course, as an example, Let's say your goal is to become a world touring music producer slash DJ. What does that look like? You might ask. And better still, what skills does someone who does that for a living have? And I mean all of them. List them out. First off, they have a manager. They have a label. They have their own music that's organized usually into an album, sometimes via an EP. They have a stage name and a brand. They have social media presence where they communicate with their fans. They have merchandise and a professional website. They have music available for purchase on all the major platforms. They have a very specific sound, a voice, if you will, packed within a specific genre, probably even still within an even more precise subgenre. They usually have a residency in a city. What else? What other skills do they have? They're probably good networkers, or they've hired for it. They have a network of club owners and promoters that they know personally. 
They know other producers who they can collaborate with. They have a studio. They probably create music at least a few hours a day. They also know how to mix their music, potentially even master it. They know how to use a dozen or more synthesizers. They're well-versed in all the necessary software programs. They know how to mix music from one song to the next without any breaks or awkward interruptions while everyone's dancing. They can read a crowd and create a set list appropriate to the setting and vibe. They are all able to calm their nerves under enormous pressure. They're both creative and customary, fun and professional, and on and on and on. I say this not because I want to list out how to be an international traveling DJ, and I hope you're still with me, by the way. I say this because I want you to do the same for whatever is your light at the end of the tunnel. If you were to just matrix style, download all the necessary knowledge, temperament, skills, connections, habits, and mindset of whoever is theoretically already living your perfect life, be it a CEO or a famous artist or even your friend down the street who just really has his or her shit together, whatever that may be, if you're going to draw that line from where you are to where you want to be, you need to conduct a serious a incredibly serious audit of what you will necessarily need to become in order to pull off becoming who you want to be. Simple as that. Because unless you do this, unless you break it down step by step and then compare that potential reality to your current skill set, you are flying blind. You'll imagine that it should take you a few years not knowing that there are probably at least five involved because you're underestimating what it'll take. And then when you get there, you'll be saying something like, why not yet? Months, years, decades before you ever realistically had the chance of accomplishing that goal. And so that's what I mean by first you must be realistic. First you must draw the map. Okay, That's what it's really actually going to take. That's what a day looks like in the life of someone who has already accomplished what I want to accomplish. And then audit, compare that list to where you currently are and what you are currently doing. And then do a calculation. How long will it take me to learn the software program? How long will it take me to get signed to a label? How long will it take me to get a residency? a manager, my first paying gig? Am I practicing enough? Am I putting in enough time to the nuances? Am I investing in my network all the way to world tour? My fiance is quite literally almost there, which is why I understand she's a bit frustrated. She's better than 99% of the population of this specific skill set. She's checked off about 90% of the boxes, except though, of course, all but that last one final box, which is basically enough popularity to play beyond her present city. In short, she needs that ever-elusive hit song, which I'll tell you what, if you're 90% of the way there, if you've done the audit and stuck with the metric of progress, if you've deliberately practiced your craft, paying attention to those details like mindset and mentorship and network and spending capital wisely and all of it, then you owe it to your soul, you owe it to your life to continue on. The answer then to why am I not there yet? A fatalistic one. Because the answer is time. Just keep going. Do not under any circumstances, quit.
See, I told you there'd be a bit of a cliche there near the end. But this is not to say that if you're only, you know, 40% of the way there by your calculations, based on your careful audit, that you still don't have time to turn back and pick a new goal. Now, of course, if you're life obsessed with this goal and you're only 40% of the way there, then just keep on trudging if you want. Just know that you're only 40% of the way there and hedge your expectations accordingly. If it's going to take another five years, know that it's going to take another five years. But if you're not life obsessed, then really until you're 90% of the way there, you're always capable of starting over, always capable of picking a new goal, a new moon to shoot at. So in summary, if you're wondering, why am I not there yet? Conduct a realistic audit of yourself at present compared to where you need to be in order to accomplish that goal. Then figure out how far you are away. This will set your expectations about right. And of course, your speed in getting there matters relative to your acceleration, relative to your energy, relative to your obsession. But nonetheless, your expectations will generally be correct. And then with that new information, with this cosmic data point, can you decide whether to continue or not? That's the real question. For my fiance, she's almost there. So the only thing left to do is to continue on until the dam breaks. And maybe that's the truth for you. So either way, set a goal, whatever that goal is, see it true and then continue onwards and upwards. It's the only way. Until next time, cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the MentorBox podcast. If you want to learn more about what our authors as well as all of our authors teach, make sure to sign up at mentorbox.com. And if you like the MentorBox podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts as that helps us get discovered by more people who will enjoy and be helped by what we do over here at MentorBox. Also, if you think of anyone who would enjoy or be helped by what we do here at MentorBox, be sure to let them know. We do what we do at MentorBox to try to make the world a better place through the incredible education our authors bring. And we can only do that through your help. So please help us spread the word. Again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next MentorBox podcast.